Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast, a portal of thought leaders from around the world supporting and bridging a new paradigm of guidance, support, and practical embodiment tools to bridge the primal, the holy, and the cosmic to radically revolutionize reality. Welcome to episode six of Paradigm Lovecast. My name is Madeline Love, and today I'm going to be sharing with you the current Gene Key influence that we're under right now that began on August 11th and ends today, August 16th. It is the fourth Gene Key, which the shadow is intolerance, the gift is understanding, and the city is forgiveness. The folly of youth. When the ancient Chinese named this fourth hexagram of the I Ching, they gave it the wonderful name Youthful Folly, and in doing so they showed a profound understanding of its lower nature. The fourth shadow, the shadow of intolerance, is rooted in the mind's habit of becoming tangled up with human emotions. Intolerance is best understood through its relationship to its programming partner, the 49th shadow of reaction. Because human beings are governed by their emotions, their general emotional state of humanity is unstable and chaotic. We tend to react to our whims instead of attuning to the quiet, clear guidance that lies within each of us. In reacting to our own and others' emotions, we decide that what we feel must be the truth and our mind agrees with us. The fourth shadow is essentially a misuse of one of the greatest gifts of the human mind, logic. The power of this fourth gene key is the power to read and solve logical patterns, and as we shall see in the case of the fourth gift, this ability leads you to a universal understanding of the rhythmic patterns and tendencies of all life. However, at a low frequency based on emotional reaction or overreaction, This shadow uses the power of distorted logic to support and uphold its volatile nature. In other words, if the fourth shadow has a bad day and it doesn't like someone, it will find a whole list of logical reasons to support its dislike. This is what intolerance really is, a slanted perspective of logic. At the shadow frequency, the mind is actually given the authority to make important life decisions And this is often disastrous because its true role is not to decide anything. Its true role is to understand and communicate. The aptness of the name Youthful Folly becomes apparent when you see what happens as the shadow reaches an extreme emotional state. At the shadow frequency, you identify absolutely with your emotional state, which defines the way you live your life. Any unresolved emotional pattern is taken up by your mind and built in a highly intricate logical framework that masquerades as the absolute truth. Through the medium of the fourth shadow, opinions, judgments, and resentments are transmuted into convictions and certainties. In this way, people bind themselves with their own logic and can become deluded and sometimes dangerous. Intolerance is based on a subjective distortion of logic which only measures those patterns that a person wants to see rather than seeing all patterns from both sides of an argument. 
The power of the fourth gift of understanding is founded upon this ability to objectively assess all aspects of a viewpoint, thus avoiding the pitfall of taking sides. The human logical mind is actually not designed to take sides. The essence of logic is its foundation upon objectivity, but in the hands of fear, objectivity dies and logic becomes subjective even at a collective level. You may wonder how something can be both collective and subjective. Racism and prejudice are examples of genetic and ancestral fears that manifest through certain population groups who then reinforce these fears through subjective, logical argumentation. Even science is rarely truly objective, unless it remains open to all counter-arguments. In the case of science, a counter-argument might come from religion, which challenges logic as the only means of acquiring truth. Only when the science is skeptical of its very own nature can it really be regarded as truly objective. The fourth shadow forms a very stable undercurrent to all human mental structures. From the scientific to the spiritual, it cannot help taking sides. The underlying nature of the shadow states is fear. And in the case of the fourth shadow, fear is projected onto others and then reinforced through taking a defensive and sometimes offensive mental position. This is how intolerance is created, and it is sometimes extremely subtle. Intolerance bases its position on opinion rather than fact. If you took the time to examine the other side of the argument, you would immediately understand that your opinion is rooted in a deep-seated emotional fear of something. The great problem with logic is that it can only disprove itself, which does not make human beings feel at all secure. Therefore, most people choose one single side of an argument because it makes them feel a certain mental solidity. Ironically, however, mental assuredness cannot make the body feel safe. The body can only feel safe when it surrenders into the moment without wanting something else. The fourth shadow is endlessly restless in its need to examine patterns and resolve questions. One answer is simply replaced by another question. The role of this gene key is to understand, but understanding cannot come through the mind itself. This is the essence of the fourth shadow dilemma, and it keeps many people from realizing its gift. Understanding, as we shall see, only comes when you realize that your mind can never truly understand anything. Before you come to this huge inner realization, you will live your life under the influence of the fourth shadow and its persistent promise that it will one day arrive at an answer that brings you lasting peace. This is youthful folly, because only after much anguish and experience do you come to realize that there are no intellectual answers that bring about such peace. There are only two options for the fourth shadow. You either settle for one-sided opinion and deny the other side, or you become lost in the fruitless quest to bring an end to the feeling of uncertainty that lies deep within you. Until you make the leap into the true understanding of the fourth gift, you have no choice but to be caught in eternal misunderstanding and intolerance. Okay, so when we repress this shadow of intolerance creates apathetic. When the mental dynamism of this fourth gene key is frozen by the unconscious fear of a repressive nature, 
The result is an apathetic mind. An apathetic mind is a collapsed mind that is no longer bright or intelligent, but is given up on understanding everything and sunk into a kind of mental lethargy. These people believe themselves to be less intelligent than others when in fact they're really paralyzed by unconscious fear. Their fear is that they will have to assume responsibility for themselves, their decisions, and their actions. Instead, they choose to have no opinions about anything. Such people can pretend to be quite enlightened and very open, but there's a vital energy lacking inside of them. Thus, they can have problems in motivation as well as with their health. To escape their apathy, they simply have to start thinking again, but without letting their thinking rule their lives. And the reactive nature of intolerance is nitpicking. In the reactive nature, thinking does rule a person's life. The reactive nature projects out its eternal need for answers to questions and it does so in the belief that these answers will bring a sense of security. When they discover that this is not so, they become angry and blame someone, often the person or system that they supposed, that they supposed would give them all the answers. These people cannot let go of their need for some feeling of resolution, so they make their mind the authority for bringing about this feeling, only to be endlessly disappointed. These people hone in on the most irrelevant details, unconsciously looking for a vent for their frustration. When they find such a detail, it affords them the opportunity to criticize or complain and thus release some of their pent-up anger and tension. These people, above all, need to find a way to let go of the hope that their mind can ever bring them solace. When they do this, they can finally stop projecting their eternal disappointment onto others and begin to find a new awareness arising in them outside of their mind. I just want to invite a deep breath. Just let this settle in the body, this shadow of intolerance with the repressive nature as apathetic the reactive nature nitpicking and just allow yourself to be in the feeling of what parts of these resonate within your being if there's any of these shadow frequencies that continue to play out in your life in your emotional realm in your logical realm and as we sink more deeply into that contemplation we open up the fourth gift which is understanding quantum cones if you are someone with powerful intellectual capacities the fourth gift represents a wonderful breath of fresh air for you at the same time it requires a huge quantum leap in your whole being the gift of understanding has nothing whatsoever to do with knowledge. Knowledge is what your mind thinks it needs in order to take away its permanent feeling of unease. But knowledge can never bring a sense of peacefulness. At most, it can give you the hope of that peace, although, ironically, 
It is this very hope that sustains your intellectual quest and keeps you within the confines of the shadow frequency. Only true understanding can bring peace along with it because true understanding lies outside the domain of the mind. Understanding is of the whole being and it does not and cannot require agreement from the cognitive capacities within your brain. If you allow the fourth gene key to run its natural course without giving it the responsibility to make decisions, it actually does something quite magical. It propels your awareness out of the mind. The very desperation of the mind to come to understanding through knowledge constantly thwarts itself by looking at life from every conceivable angle. At a certain point, all this pent-up energy explodes into a quantum leap out of the mind. This is precisely how the concept of the Zen Koan operates. A Koan is a paradox given to the mind to solve, and at the precise moment when the mind has finally realized that its own logic can never solve the Koan, understanding dawns. This quantum leap is true understanding, which is a feeling of knowing that floods your whole body and radiates from the solar plexus area. The gift of understanding is the only answer that will satisfy a person's dissatisfaction, and it must come about through the exhaustion of your mind rather than any other way. When you look logically at all the angles of any concept, you begin to realize that nothing can ultimately be proved through logic because logic can always be used to prove the opposite. When you finally see this, your whole being lightens because you realize once and for all that the mind is of no use for resolving anything of real importance. This in turn releases the mind to do what it loves best, research and communicate and play. When the fourth gift is freed from having to solve your existence, it finally comes into its real genius to play with the patterns of existence and arrange them in a new and original ways. When you have the feeling of visceral understanding deep in your belly, your mind is no longer hampered by the need to defend your own viewpoint. In fact, you realize that all logical formula can be manipulated to prove or disprove anything. The higher frequency of such understanding also brings with it the urge to be of service in the world, and you can use the mental alacrity of the fourth gift to follow the dictates of your higher self. This newfound genius at seeing the underlining patterns of life also affords you direct access to another aspect of its fourth gift, the ability to understand people. Through seeing all sides of any mental construct, the gift of understanding sweeps aside the possibility of intolerance and uses its gifts to create new roles or systems to bring positive change into the world. The programming partner of the fourth gift is the 49th gift of revolution, and this energy always accompanies true understanding. The very nature of understanding is to bring about improvement for society in general, since the dynamic energy within this fourth gift is still experienced as certain restlessness. Whereas at the shadow level, this was the restlessness to resolve your own insecurity, 
At the gift frequency, this becomes the restlessness to resolve the insecurity within society in general. Thus, understanding always carries within it the seed intention to solve the problems of intolerance and division in the world. In the coming genetic shift triggered through the 55th gene key and the 49th gene key, the role of this fourth gift will undergo some very important genetic changes which will gradually sweep through humanity. The involution of powerful Siddic energy from the highest aspect of this archetype will bring about a, mere, a minor but extremely important genetic mutation in this fourth gene key and its associated amino acid valine. This mutation will essentially phase out the fourth shadow of intolerance. The children that come into the world carrying this new sequence of mutations will not be emotionally polarized. Their mental system will not run riot throughout their lives. The fourth gift of understanding will govern the way in which their minds operate from birth. They will bring about a societal revolution on a global level, and this revolution will be based upon a logical understanding of the folly of the existing systems and structures. New formula will come into the world through this fourth gift, and it will undoubtedly lead to a technological breakthrough that solve long-standing problems rather than create new ones. Just another invitation for a breath. Allowing this gift of understanding to settle in the body. Letting go of the mind, the mental constructs, the logic. Allowing the deep wisdom within the body to awaken and we move into the fourth city of forgiveness merciless forgiveness not only will the coming shift bring about a social revolution but it will also bring an end to one of the great searches of modern man the search for knowledge through the rupturing of the fourth shadow Understanding will take the place of knowledge, and much of the thrust of our modern world will die down. We will no, no, no longer need to logically make sense of the paradoxes of existence, because our new center of awareness will give us a physical and energetic understanding of existence. Thus, the role of logic in our world will alter. It will no longer be used to defend our prejudices and fears, and it will no longer be used for purely personal benefit. Logic at its highest frequency is a means to orchestrate the most efficient society possible. True efficiency is based upon a higher holistic understanding of living systems. Once our understanding shows us how connected we all are to each other, we will see for ourselves that selfishness is the most inefficient frequency of all. The fourth gift forms the launch pad for even more refined frequency, the city of forgiveness. Forgiveness is born out of understanding, but it occurs when a being makes a leap beyond understanding. Forgiveness is a stage further on from social revolution. 
Just because a person has understanding and good intention does not mean that they can orchestrate a perfect society. History has shown that revolutions never change the world, they just change society and only briefly, usually. The highest possibility of the 49th gene key is the city of rebirth, and this is the city that always awakens alongside forgiveness. As we have seen, understanding leads to the urge to serve the totality through instigating some kind of social reform. Forgiveness, however, is a pure Siddic state, and as such, it has no sense of restlessness at all. All Siddic states are the end of the line. They represent the absolute transcendence of our genetics and the end of being human. Forgiveness is the thunderbolt that is released when a being attains Christ consciousness. It is like a kind of cosmic warmth that melts the borders and boundaries within the world of form. Forgiveness allows the truth behind all form to be seen. Further than that, it allows one to see through and thus become one with truth. There exists a great mystery about the power of forgiveness concerning time. Forgiveness represents an involving force rather than an evolving force because it literally comes from the future towards the past. It is a divine quality that descends, like Christ, into the world of form. In descending into human form, forgiveness lays its hand upon all humanity and works its way through time, backwards, burrowing into the collective past releasing and freeing energy that has lain trapped and stagnant for eons. Forgiveness moves down the ancestral bloodlines of all humanity in this way, dissolving genetic blocks and lifting karmic curses wherever it travels. This is why the city of forgiveness is often credited with being capable of inducing miracles, because it can release a karmic debt that has stagnated for generations. As such debts are released, those in whom they live can move through incredible transmutations. These mysteries are explored in more depth in the 22nd Gene Key through a transmission known as the Seven Seals. The fourth city is a primary agent of divine grace. That is to say, it does not adhere to human laws. It concerns the resolution of old debts at all levels. At a purely individual level, the whole process of human incarnation is based around the notion of karmic debt. Until you have paid off all your debts, particularly through your relationships, you cannot escape the game of incarnation and reincarnation. Because it's also a part of the ring of union, the fourth city's ultimate role is to bring humanity into a collective union through the resolution of karmic debt individually, racially, and mythically. In the material realm, we will see this manifesting one day through nations forgiving each other their financial debts. Forgiveness as such is really a collective phenomenon, which is why we humans have never been able to control or fake it. It falls upon you like a surprise and something inside you opens up that was previously choked. It really is a miracle. As more beings bring this city into the world, they play their part in the releasing of humanity's collective karma. 
Such beings hold on to nothing in life because they've moved beyond understanding into pure truth. The forgiveness that we know of now is but a tiny shadow in comparison to the beyondness of this fourth city. Pure forgiveness is a universal panchaya that radiates in every direction throughout time and space. It is a final answer to end all questions, and when the first atoms of forgiveness finally travel back into the very beginning of time as they already have, the world we know will begin to dissolve. When all is forgiven, then forgiveness itself no longer exists, only truth. The final destiny of the fourth city is to rupture the connection between the past and the future, between the black and the white, between the yin and the yang, to finally bring an end to the logical fabric of space-time itself. True forgiveness is merciless because it returns everything to its source and is a force of pure annihilation. The ultimate goal of forgiveness is, in fact, to bring an end to the world of form itself. <sighs> Just allow that to settle. Take a deep breath into the belly. This essence, this city of forgiveness, what that feels like in the body. bringing an end to duality and polarization, returning to that pure essence of neutrality, pure potentiality. I invite you to just think about the last few days since the 11th, just notice what are the ways that this shadow frequency of intolerance and the gift of understanding has permeated aspects of your life and your relationships and where within you is calling for this city of forgiveness. And just invite you to contemplate that today. Thanks for listening. Please share with someone that you feel may also resonate with this message today. Many blessings. Thank you deeply to all of our supporters for making this love cast possible during such potent times for humanity.